What is up, winners? Welcome back to the Focus on Winning podcast. My name is Ashraf. Today, I feel so excited to share this episode mainly because my long-term goal is to build a six-figure business. And you know, Rim is one of the people that have done it. She has built not just one, but three six-figure businesses. Yes, three. Wow. So since we both have already known each other for a while, so I thought it'd be cool to chat with her about how she built her business. And this is the perk of having a podcast. You can invite your friend and talk about ideas and stuff and their plan and share it to the world so the people that are listening to it can listen and learn from it too, right? Right, back to the topic. So I remember five months ago, I had this idea about building a business by selling a high ticket book. So it's basically a book that is so expensive. So that's that that was my initial idea back then. I was thinking about writing a book and selling it for like $200 or maybe more. And I counted the money that I could potentially make. So when I played with the numbers and my plan, I thought I could make six figures from that. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I I need to do this as soon as possible. So, you know, although it has the potential of reaching that number, the six figure number, I was still a newbie, especially in the, in the book industry. I, I I didn't even know how to write a book. (laughs) So let alone selling it to the masses, right? But, you know, when you get so excited, you'll do it right away, right? You'll, you'll do it right away because you have this idea and you want to execute it before you, you feel like not doing it. Yeah, so when I had that idea, I opened the Word document and started writing. I just started writing until, you know, I, I, I even did a draft uh, on that book. So I only write a draft for the book. It, it was still draft. And before I proceed to invest more time and energy, I decided to ask Reem Harbad about how she managed to build a six-figure business. I want to know her blueprint, her plan, and the challenges that might appear along the way. So yeah, that's why I invite her on the show to share her insights about how and what does it take to build a six-figure business. So here's a quick intro about Reem, she was a corp executive with over 15 years of experience as a CFO and now she is an owner of three businesses of multi-six figures. She has been featured in Vogue magazine and top media such as Fox, NBC and CBS News. She's been an entrepreneur for 5 years in an offline world. And now that she transitioned herself in an online world, she will be unstoppable. Wow. And recently, she was able to close deals over $4 million just using her podcast. That was insane. That was, that was insane, Rim. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect that you can reach that kind of number. <laughs> So that's the reason why she's eligible to talk about this topic because she has already done it, okay? So I want to let you know that this interview is longer than one hour. So I decided to cut it into three part series which will be like 20 to 30 minutes 
and this led you to get takeaways as quick as possible, right? So make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you're not going to miss out on another two parts where we will release it every Thursday. And also, I would love to hear your thoughts about this show or maybe this episode on iTunes in recent reviews. Alright, without wasting any more time, let's begin. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. Hey, Dream. Welcome to the Focus on Winning podcast. So glad to have you here. Thank you so much, Ashraf. I'm super happy and excited to be here with you. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. When you are with a, a fellow podcaster, the energy is totally different. It's like, you know, best oh. friends talking to each other. So it's definitely amazing. I'm super yes, happy. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I also love that, it, that you are here. And how about you say what's up to our winners and tell us one of your worst entrepreneurial moment that you ever had oh um so hey what's up everyone (laughs) um i'm really happy to be here honestly uh Mm -hmm. you know having being an entrepreneur wasn't always um an easy journey i always tell that to my uh to my mentees it's not an easy journey yet it's a very exciting one uh you go through up and downs it's it's mm-hmm. like 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 the journey of life, right? The thing mm-hmm. is, the minute you decide to become an entrepreneur, you have to be equipped with mm-hmm. the mindset and be prepared to fail, but you have to fail fast. This is the trick. Most of the people, most of the entrepreneurs, when they hit the first pump, what happens to them, they just immediately pff, shut down and they like panic and they quit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what happens is that you're just three feet away from gold when you quit. So what happened with us, me and my husband were both uh, started our journey as entrepreneurs five years ago. We both were executives. We were like top notch employees. We were like on top of our game. I used to be a CFO for 15 years. My husband used to be an executive marketing executive for a big telecom group. And we thought seriously that that's it. We own the world. And mm-hmm. due to, you know, several circumstances that happened, we found ourselves, both of us, uh, without jobs, like unemployed, both of us. And I had my newborn baby at that time. And for me, I almost panicked. Wow. I, I was so scared because, you know, I was not raised to be an entrepreneur. Both my uh, mom and dad, they were both educators. They taught us how mm-hmm. to become, you know, um, living the American dream, having the highest grades at school so that you can get the best uh, degree at college and then you get the best job and then get you you get a, get a good salary. And that means financial freedom when you then realize that that was a myth. The thing mm-hmm. is, when I found myself unemployed, me and my husband, I panicked, but we knew that we were smart and we will figure it out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we had an idea 
And that idea started, like, the trigger started before, like, when we were both employed, because we used to travel a lot, a lot as executives, and we used to live from in one compound and the other. So we found a specific problem, and we thought that if we solved that specific problem, we could have a business, you know? And this is what we did. So um, answering your question, we started our entrepreneurial journey. We were so excited. We were so happy because we believed so much in the idea. The good thing is that we always, uh, together, we equipped ourselves with strong mindset to be ready mm -hmm. to fail. We were ready mm -hmm. at any, like we were ready for no's from different people. We were ready to hear that you're insane from people around <laughs> us, families, friends, everybody. They were telling us you're insane. You you have a, a 10, uh, your 10 month uh, old baby, go find a job. So we had a lot of external pressure. The worst moment that I remember we had is the minute when me and my husband had less than $5,000 in our bank account, less wow. than $5,000. And oh, we wow. knew that we had to pay for our um, residency, for our legal um, correspondences and stuff that we had to pay for the attorney because we, at that time, we mm -hmm. moved to a different country mm -hmm. to launch our business. So we moved to a different country. Uh, where is that? Both strangers. We moved to Saudi Arabia, where we are located now. So at that time, uh -huh. we moved recently to Saudi Arabia to establish our business. Um, we already had the prototype of of the uh, SaaS business that, that we wanted to start, the idea. We had the prototype of it. We had less than $5,000 in bank. Mm -hmm. I had a, 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 a baby that, you know, she was less than one year old. And we had a lot, like I'm a, I'm a financial person, so I always mm -hmm. work based on plans. And mm -hmm. that amount of money will not be enough for us for another 30 days. And we oh, almost, we, yeah, we were, in a, <laughs> we were in a place where we either panic and collapse and just give up and start ask people like, give us money to survive. Mm -hmm. Or we just... And this is exactly what we did. We sat together in the kitchen. We held each other's hands and we said, we knew that this moment would come, but we need to be strong and we need to move on. So we need to burn like all bridges. This is it. And the second day we received the call from a prospect client mm -hmm. who believed in our idea and who paid us over $300,000 for our prototype. And that was our first sale. Wow. So it was the worst moment, but it turned out to be a very positive thing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so first, firstly, I want to say congratulations for achieving that. <laughs> and may I know what kind of idea is that? So basically what we did is we built a property management software and application. Wow. Uh, so it's a SaaS business. At that time when we started... I come from a finance background. My husband, he comes from marketing background. Both of us, mm -hmm. we had zero experience in technical, in development, in programming, nothing. We know nothing about building apps. We're not technical mm -hmm. people, right? But mm -hmm. we had an idea. And this is what I always tell everybody. You get hundreds of thousands of ideas in your head every single day. And there are like millions of people who are thinking about the same idea at the same time. Right. Those who wins, those who win, 
are those who executes fast. You just, what you need to do the minute that you get an idea and you think that it could be a good one, just write it down. The first thing that you need to do is just write it down. Always have, mm -hmm. you know, I always have a notebook Ooh. of, it's called my ideas notebook. Oh, I always oh, oh. write them down. And we have a white board. Seriously, like, I think it's the biggest whiteboard that we've ever seen. Like, we always, <laughs> always draw things. When you, there is a power behind transferring your idea from your brain down to your hand with a pen. Seriously, mm -hmm, there is right. a power behind that. And it's like magic. It, you, you visualize it and you will start working towards it and it will happen. So just if you have an idea, just simple idea, write it down. It's like the first thing, as I always say, towards your $1 billion mm -hmm. idea, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can so, sell that book, right? Exactly. And, and you know, Ashraf, it works with almost any kind of business. It's not just, so you were asking me what kind of business. It's a property management software application mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. and system uh, where the resident of a compound for example can communicate and you know submit maintenance requests check his bills pay his rent online do everything online through his application and the mm -hmm. property managers they can do all the operations so it's basically automating the property management operation day-to-day -day operation and making it um moving it to the 21st century because what they're doing mm -hmm. is simply they're still using Excel sheets and paper and stuff. So what you don't have to reinvent a business. All what you need to right. do is just shaking it. For example, if we look at Uber, mm -hmm. so what happened, I forgot his name, the, the founder of Uber. His name is really difficult for me. But what oh, happened wow. is that he was walking one night in Paris and he could not find a cab at night. And it's true in Paris, when you are like, when you're walking in the night, it's so difficult for you to find a cab. And mm -hmm. what happened, he took that simple problem and he did not just complain about it. He went and he invented Uber. So there is like, it's, it, he did not become, he did not come up with a new industry, something like out of nowhere. He just shook the industry and automated mm -hmm. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the same thing we were talking about the other day when we were um, in a mastermind and we were talking about how you can look at um, problems and try to find opportunities in there. When you have the opportunity mindset, always looking at solutions and opportunities inside problems. This is where you know you can come up with huge ideas and businesses where people are most of the time are panicking or they're like, um, you know, looking at the problem in a negative way. Like, why did this happen to me? Why did that happen to me? Like, you know, mm -hmm. other people who are like billionaires and millionaires, they look at problems to find opportunities in there. So this is the difference is how you develop your opportunity mindset to find opportunities uh, inside challenges and problems. And this is exactly, uh, actually, this is exactly what happened with us. And this is how we also, during this lockdown, uh, the momentum that we had was like much more bigger than any time in our life. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's great to hear. And, you know, 
that's a great insight that you have although it's just the first prototype that you ever made yes and yes. so but it works um, for anything yeah of course i mean any idea can be turned into multi million dollar company absolutely and, if you really it, work it, hard on it yeah is it still running or did absolutely you it? it's growing it's oh. you know it started it started um, when we moved to Saudi Arabia, it started with that client who helped us, uh, who believed in us in that idea. He, he as the first client, um, mm-hmm. we sold the prototype for three hundred thousand dollars. From there, we managed with that money to build the full company that we were dreaming about oh, to wow. fund more um, enhancement and development. So we created another version of the big system that we had. We created Mm -hmm. a smaller version for a lower ticket uh, because we sell our system for like average of $300,000 per client. But we know that we also want to target a different niche. So we created a smaller version of it that we sell for around $20,000, $25,000, okay? Mm-hmm. And now we're going SaaS because we want to go globally, which ca- can cost you $500, which is, see, like you can hit different types of markets. So we're growing, we're doing great. And the nice thing is that we did not take a loan. We did not go with like a venture capital or uh, we did not seek any kind of angel investor or anything. So it's 100% personally owned and this is amazing uh nice. we're so proud huh. yeah so so you, you you're like the next click funnel kind of like that right <laughs> uh, i hope so yeah well well uh I honestly click funnel i always say that this business model or actually what russell Brunson did uh should be taught to people at school honestly mm-hmm. uh because it was really it was great the, the idea of building a tribe behind you to help you and support you and defend you no matter what is just amazing. Uh, and people should learn from it. Um, I hope that the business model that we have is similar to that because ClickFunnels, it targets the mass, let's say. Like, um, it's a bit different. We are so niched, but we are thinking about that. So again, if, you, mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. smart, you just model what works you know mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing recently mm-hmm. yeah so i hope so i hope so <laughs> and you know i i believe in you since you have a lot of experience in entrepreneurship so you can do this stream i hope so yes yes it's just the <laughs> mindset trust me it has nothing right, to do right. with so much experience as much as like as i said you have to know that you have to fail but you need to mm-hmm. fail fast like you're mm-hmm. you're gonna get no's you're gonna get like some people, I always uh, repeat what Dan Henry says. I love this sentence from him, regardless of if I believe in what he says, everything. But um, he, he said, it took me seven years to become a one an overnight millionaire. And this is so mm-hmm. true. People always right. look at millionaires, at billionaires that, oh, wow, they're so lucky. Oh, Reem, you're so lucky you did that. No, it was not that mm-hmm. easy. We spent years to do that hit, you know? It took us years of work, of planning, of building stuff, of failing, of we, you cannot imagine. The first client that we went to visit, uh, after he he kicked us out of the office. This is number one. He said, go out. He kicked us out. The second one, Mm -hmm. after 
visiting the the second client my husband he went out and vomited because of the stress you know so it's not always nice as you see it's not always mm-hmm. uh, um you know stars and birds and love uh, stars <laughs> no but you have to know that this is part of the process right. fail fast so that you can win fast this is what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um yeah you know you have a lot of uh, amazing stories that you are doing i mean you you are a successful successful woman right now so i really applaud you for you. achieving that <laughs> thank i i <laughs> i i like to believe that i uh, what i do i just do my best you like to believe of course because success again success is so uh relative some people mm-hmm. might think that if you are a billionaire you're successful if you are a millionaire if you're successful if you have six figure income you're successful but mm-hmm. what is success honestly um the other day i was talking to a friend i think you know him uh, class and um i think he was doing a live and he was talking about uh working one hour a day so i was like seriously i aim to work four hours a day maximum okay because i really need to have more time with my husband my daughter to create memory this is how i feel that I am not hypocrite when I say I'm seeking financial and freedom in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, if I'm just working 24 hours, then I'll be hypocrite when I tell you, "Come, I'll teach you how to become free." Because you will be no, you're not free. You're working 24 hours. You're not doing anything. You're not seeing your your family. So my friend, he said that he works one hour a day, and I was like, "How can you do that?" He <laughs> said, "I chose to." I chose to. So when you choose and when you're happy, this is the ultimate success. So it mm-hmm. doesn't have to you don't have to have a million dollar to be successful. You don't have to have a billion dollar to be successful. You don't have to have a thousand dollar if you are happy, if you are content, if you can sleep at night and feel that you are fulfilled, if your family is good and happy and healthy, then I think this is the ultimate success. It's good to have money so that you can be relaxed so that you can give more options to your family to make other people happy to be able to help other people in this life i think mm-hmm. this is the ultimate success so i i right. always hope and i always work hard to achieve that more than how much do i have in the bank because you know ashraf a lot of people they say hey we made six figure sales but how much is left of that six figure okay how mm-hmm. much is left as net profit how much is invested from that amount it's not about how much you make it's about what you do with the money that you make so what And do you how do how much with you it? can keep right exactly exactly all right there you go the first part series of how to build a six figure business So this part is more likely about her story of how she came up with the ideas of her business and build it from the ground up. And on the next part, which is on Thursday, we'll, we will be talking about the framework, the step-by-step process, and also how to sustain that business. All right. So uh, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give rates and reviews on iTunes. So I know your opinions, your thoughts, or whether you love it or hate it. Just let me know. Right. 
So always remember, winners focus on winning. Until then, stay winning. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you. 